Hey everyone, Grant K for the Flame Learning Channel. Welcome to the series on Active Color Management in Flame 2017 Extension 1. In all the preceding videos, we went through a lot of the new Active Color Management and we have covered the majority from Color Policies to Color Managed Imports, Compositing in a Common Color Space and finally, Color Managing an Export. Now this is all great to know but we do understand that sometimes there may not be the need to use color management. So this video is just for those of you who want to understand enough about the new color management tools to turn them off and match the way you used to work in previous versions of Flame. However, if you are someone who is actively using color management, then this video is not for you. So starting at the project creation window, when you go to create a new project, you will find the Color Management settings. By default, the Color Policy preset is set to Legacy. This means that the way media is handled, as well as the view transforms in the viewer, are the same as the previous versions of Flame. So this is the one you want. As an extra note, if you restore an archive from a previous version of Flame, the project will automatically be assigned the Legacy Color Policy so that the restored project will behave as it did before it was archived. Now go ahead and create your project with the Legacy Policy and launch Flame. Now before we get into the workflow, I just want to point out a few things in the Flame Preferences. Open the Preferences menu and switch to the Color Management tab. The new color management features rely on media being tagged with the color space. Now the input rules, which control how specific media is tagged with a color space, is set to unknown. This basically means that the media has not yet been tagged with a color space. If you decide to start tagging to use the new features at any point, you could do so manually and set the tag post import. But for now, your media is essentially untagged. Also, the default working space for the project and action are also set to unknown so that any generated media will be consistent. Next, you have the viewing rules and this controls what view transforms can be applied to the viewports to display media using its correct colors. If you are working in an uncolor managed workflow, you don't need to change anything. The viewing rules have been set up this way to match previous versions of Flame where you had the general video, log and linear transforms available for all media. Note that you can ignore the graphics and broadcast monitor settings since these are not used by any of the legacy viewing rules. If you have a custom 3D LUT you want to use, you would create a viewing rule, click Add New and add a viewing transform for your 3D LUT. Set the input and output spaces to RAW. Then set the allowed input color space to unknown like the other rules. Adding a view transform will be covered in more detail in another video. Finally, you have the Diagnostics tab which allows you to map different exposure, gamma and contrast levels to a keyboard shortcut and you can use these values to temporarily check the bright and dark levels of your media. These will function in both uncolor managed and color managed workflows 
and is a replacement for the old 1D LUT settings. Now close the preferences and let's move on to importing media. In the Media Hub, we'll navigate to a series of folders that contain a variety of Rec. 709, Log and Scene Linear sources. Now navigate to the Rec. 709 folder and select a clip. Notice that all the clips are labelled as unknown. Since none of the media has been tagged with a colour space, the colour space is unknown to Flame. Coming back to the Media Hub, if you want to apply a LUT on import, select Use LUT and configure your LUT settings the same as you used to. Otherwise, select Tag only and leave the default value to From File or Rules. Your input rules are set up to bring everything in as unknown. In other words, untagged. The Auto Convert option is a new feature and is covered in the other videos. Drag the clip into the Media Hub. Now go to the Arri Log C folder and look at the media. The colours look flat and low contrast since there is no view transform being applied. Drag a clip into the Media Hub. Finally, go to the OpenEXR folder and drag in some CGI media. There is an alpha channel with the CGI and this is just tagged as a mat. This is the same as before but there is now just a visual label. But in all cases, with the exception of the mat, Flame will not distinguish between the media at all. Now let's move on to compositing. Switch to the batch area. So here is my clips and the colour space under each one is also set as unknown or untagged. Now looking at the viewport settings, it is set to Video View Transform and this is the same as previous versions of Flame. If I click on a linear image, I need to set the view transform to linear. And if I click on the log image, I need to set the view transform to log as before. Coming back to the batch schematic and going to the batch node bin, the LUT editor node is now called the colour management node. If I take one of these and put it after my linear clip, I can switch into tag only mode and set it to Scene Linear Rec. 709 sRGB. So you will see that the viewport recognises that it was looking at a tagged clip and is only showing me viewing transforms appropriate for a linear colour space. Now if I switch over to another batch group and look at a Kia node, when we pull a key and look at its output, you will see that it is tagged as a mat and the viewer automatically switches into mat mode. Most nodes simply forward the incoming colour space, so if your media is always tagged unknown, it will generally stay that way. One case to watch out for is with combiner nodes such as Comp. Combiners forward the colour space of the front. So if you have a clip tagged unknown and another tagged mat going into a Comp node, if the mat is the front input, then the result will be tagged mat, which may not be what you want. The easiest thing to do in this case is to go back to the batch schematic 
and physically swap the inputs into the comp node. Note that if you are just unpremultiplying a mat, the recommended way of doing that is to put the image in the front input, set to premultiplied, put the mat in the mat input, and set the result to unpremultiplied. The tagging of the front is forwarded as you expect. Another thing to point out is that you can now select a view transform for the sparks and stabilizer modules. With the new color management, these are configured automatically. However, in legacy mode, you will need to click the view button and go in to set these manually if you want a view transform applied. Now, once you are done, you can use the render or write nodes to render your flow graph. And if you don't want to touch the color management settings, just connect the render node and press render. The result clip will also be set to unknown. The last area we'll discuss is exporting the media from Flame. If you don't want to apply any color management on export, select tag only. Otherwise, select use LUT and configure your LUT as in previous versions. The Auto Convert option is part of the new color management and is also covered in other videos. So, for the purpose of what you have seen in this video, is that it is still possible to work the way you have in previous versions and gradually adopt the new color management at your own pace when you're ready. If you're someone who does not require color management or someone who is just starting out with color management, just use the legacy color policy and you can pretty much ignore the color management if you don't want it or you could turn it on bit by bit. As for long-time flame artists, you can use the color management as you did in previous versions. But as you venture deeper into the active color management, you'll see what a difference it makes to your workflow. So if color management applies to you, I definitely suggest checking out the rest of the active color management series for Flame 2017 Extension 1. Comments, feedback and suggestions are always welcome and appreciated. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Flame Learning channel for future videos.